I firmly believe that there's no arrival in life, that none of us are perfect or ever going to have it all figured out and that none of us are ever going to have like this happy life. What I mean by that is like, yes, you're going to experience happiness, but you're still also going to experience misery and pain and suffering and and uh, uh, tear and all these different like that's part of being a human. Like we got we're going to we're going to feel all these different things and you're going to go through different seasons in life. That's just how it is. Right. Um, but I do firmly believe, you know, that none of us all got it figured out, but there is a flow to life. And I feel like that flow for me personally is number one, you keep those small promises that you make to yourself and you keep yes. those. And that's how you build that trust with yourself and keeping your word with yourself. And that's going to spit and that's, that's going to build a confidence like no other and spill out to everything else in life. So number one, keep those promises that you make to, to yourself. And number two, Focus on only the shit that you can control. And if you do those two things, you're going to have a flow to life. You're going to be in flow. It's not going to be perfect. And you're still going to face shit and you're going to have to overcome shit. And you're going to feel all these different shit. You're going to have a nice flow to life, man. I, tr yeah. I firmly stand behind that. What's up? Got my man, Zach Babcock, ready uh, for us here. I think uh, this is the third time in. You, this, like We're breaking records here. Uh, you're the first three timer, so I love that. Let's uh, go. Let's freaking go. So let's <laughs> let's uh let's get into it, man. We were we were uh talking, and I know I've been following your journey. You got a lot, you've been doing just like a ton of work on yourself, uh, personal inner work, like you just had a lot of traumatic experiences. I mean, you've been to prison two two times alone and now you're we're just right now you're in your dream home like a place that i don't know i mean have you did you ever imagine yourself being this i i know probably recently you imagine it for yourself but i can imagine not too long ago you never thought that this may have been a possibility for you maybe it was though man i would dream about stuff like that but yeah. like when i was in in prison dude like i i didn't you know i, I couldn't see where i'm at right now like be lying if I like obviously you have that vision that you're shooting for but it was hard to really fully believe it back then based on where I was at and the prior experience I had to that yeah, yeah it was wild absolutely man well why don't you talk a little bit about some of that work that you've been doing because I know obviously you got um you know your podcast company and you're helping people launch your podcasts get them get them rated um and uh, you've just been helping people get get their mission out there and the message out there. Uh, but also you've been done a, doing a ton of work personally on yourself and, and are, are beginning to help to take people through that journey, too, and, and help them to take their, you know, entrepreneurs uh, to their to the next level in their life as well. So, uh, you know, where did that journey start for you personally so that you could go out and help others to do the same? Yeah, man, absolutely. I appreciate you asking, too. Um so yeah, you guys, I mean, if you heard, heard, you know, me on the, on the previous interviews on the show, you, you know, my backstory did, did time in prison and, and then turned my life around when I missed the birth of my twin sons. Well, dude, a lot of the part of the story I haven't really shared before. A lot of it, I didn't know because my ego had stuffed it down, but I had a lot of traumatic memories like from my childhood. We all do. All of us do this shit, man. Everybody does. So I, uh, but I had a lot of tra tra traumatic shit, you know, growing up in, in, in psych wards, rehabs, juveniles, detention centers and shit like that. You know, a lot of, a lot of crazy shit happens and, you know, you get fucked up with a lot of programming stuff as a kid feeling like, you know, your, your parents didn't want you or you weren't good enough to be 
you know, their kid or, you know, they, they left you and abandoned you and fed you to the wolves type shit. Yeah. Like that shit's real, you know? Yeah. And, uh, that's how I felt like, you know, when I was in a psych ward, when I felt like I was going to die 24 seven, the five days I was in there and getting fucking woke up at 2am in the morning with them plunging fucking drugs in my arm and taking my blood. And I don't know what the fuck they were putting in me. Like that shit's crazy, man. But, uh, long story short, man, you know, I had, I had numbed myself all throughout my, you know, adolescence and did crazy extreme things to kind of just feel alive or whatnot, you know, like, you know, and that's led to me, you know, doing the drugs and going to prison. And then it didn't stop there. When I turned my life around after I missed the twin, my, the birth of my twin sons, uh, I got out and I was an extremist as far as business goes. And I was, you know, dominate everything and build the biggest, yeah. most legendary shit. And dude, I had long story short, at the end of 2020, I got not to this house, but we moved to the house we were just living in. We moved twice in the past two years, year and a half. Um, the first house that we moved to, though, was like, wow, because we had moved out of the the North County, the, the ghetto part. And yeah. our daughter had finally could have her own room instead of sleeping in our closet, you know, as far as the nursery goes. And um, so that was like, wow, you know, did that. And then I, the next month I had 10 entrepreneurs fly from all over the U.S. to Pensacola, Florida for a mastermind that we held at a beach house down there. And, you know, just a few months ago, I was in prison. And like, so I, at that point, I literally did everything that they said I would never do. And it still wasn't enough. I still didn't feel good enough. Every time I accomplish a goal, I'd be like, yeah, on top of the world for all but 20 seconds. And then I'm like, yeah. what's next? It was just moving the goalposts. And it was not fulfilling. And I I realized like, man, there's something else here. You know, like, you know, there's, there's got, cause this can't just be life, right? You, not, there's gotta be some type of fulfillment. And that's what kind of led me down to this shit um, of what, what I, what I started doing now with a lot of this inner work, man, it's been the most fruitful thing I've ever did. I'll end on this and I'll pass the mic back because I know it goes, but I'll end on this, man. I was scared shitless to do this because scared shitless to do it because yeah. I was afraid of losing my edge, right. Or my power, yeah. you know, what got me here in the right. first place my drive, all that. <laughs> Dude, I'm more driven than I've ever been and more powerful than yeah. I've ever been as a result of doing that work. So, yeah. 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 That's, that's, you know, so you talked about like, you know, having these wins and, or getting to it, right. You always have this vision of, all right, if I get here, like if, then when, right. Uh, yeah. And uh you're hitting these milestones or whatever you want to call them. It's just like never enough, but yeah, there's a lot of people that, that just keep chasing the next milestone and never have the ability to see that may like, it's interesting that for you that you're like, man, all right, like something's not right here. What do I, you know, I got to do something about this. Like, so was there someone you talked to? Was there something that happened outside of that? Or like what, what, like, cause it's not normal for people to, to take a pause and say, man, I gotta, all right, I got, I got a deep dig look within, right. Most people look outside for people to blame or circumstances to, to blame, right. Versus looking within, which is like, all right, maybe there's, you know, the, the common denominator here is actually me in all of this. And what do I need to do to um, try and solve this? Right. Cause it's freaking, hard work to begin with that most people aren't going to be willing to do. Um, Cause there's, I'm sure there's a fair amount of like accountability of their yourself and some actions that you've taken to help to get you there. Although there, I'm sure there's plenty of outside um, accountability to be spread apart as well. But yeah, what, like, 
how did how do you get to that point i know you it was just as simple as like hey i'm just not happy just it's never enough and i need to go in or was there something else outside that really helped you get to that point yeah dude uh it was uh it was a lot of different events that led up to it man so like um uh, I think it was in 2020 uh, when I had interviewed Tucker Max um, and on the podcast, we were talking, I was talking about uh, my childhood and talking about my mom and it basically said something that contradicted itself. And it did. And it was because of, you know, whenever you, you go through this, sh- like we will literally lie about, you know, it will stuff away like the traumatic shit that happened with our parents. Right. And then remember just the good parts about them and cling on that and always support them because that's our parents. And that's just how we're all wired to do. But man, uh, he basically like caught, caught it and caught. And I initially, like, if you go and listen to the podcast episode, you could hear me get quiet. And like, I probably, you could probably feel my energy because like on the inside, I was like, man, fuck this dude. This don't fucking know me. Who is he? (laughs) Like he ain't lived my life or whatever. And, uh, but he was right though, man. And, 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 and instead of snapping back at him in that, in that moment, I was like, you know, what if he's right? What if there's some, some stones that I haven't uncovered? What if there's some blind spots or whatever? And so it got me curious. And so for the next almost year, I really started looking into a lot of this shit, you know, and, and, and I read a book called a dose of hope by Dr. Dan Engle. And it's about, he tell it's a story, so it's not jargon. He tells a story, and it, it, it but it explains like what it's like to go do MDMA assisted psychotherapy and how it helps heal trauma and helps you become a better person and actually be healthier and all, a lot of whole bunch of different shit. And when I say healthier, like fucking have your central nervous system in check in a regular flow instead of in a yeah. constant fight or flight response and wrecking havoc on your health, which it will. And a lot of us are living in that yeah. through that trauma that we've have stored up and shit. So. It was a, it was a bunch of, of, of events, man, that, yeah. that led up to, to that point. Finally, like I mentioned, the, uh, so that was a Tucker Max interview in, in, in 2020. And then at the end of 2020, got the house January, the following month had the mastermind. And I, and I realized like, man, it's not enough. And then I left that mastermind and went straight to interview Sean Whalen and the, just like him, like basically like living what I wanted like he's not perfect i'm not putting it no but no human on a fucking pedestal but the guy was living what i wanted to live and and Mm -hmm. i could at the time i didn't know anything about about it but like he actually has done a lot of his own personal inner work and shit and done sure all these different types of therapies to help him out and shit and like that's i was like man and so i went home and so that was another chain event that helped that and then all the studying stuff and finally uh that october later that year in 2021 i did my first mdma session and man it's uh, the hardest fucking work I've ever done in my life, but it's the most fruitful work as well. Yeah. So, yeah, well, I'd love to talk about that. I know we've we talked. I'm, I'm going on a little journey myself here, January 7th, I think, to the 14th. So it's coming up quick. Ayahuasca in Costa Rica. And I'm excited to to see what happens and comes about from that process. But, uh, we, but you know, everyone that I've heard that's gone through some type of a process like what you did or the ayahuasca journey. Um, it's been life-changing and it's, you know, always looks different depending on the person, right? It's an individual journey. It's not like a group journey. It's, it's all about you and yourself and what's going on for you. Um, <clears throat> so I know you've done it a number of times. Is that something that you'll continue to do? Is it something that you continue to, to, to like free something up every time you go? Like what, where are you at? What, what is the major difference that you've seen and felt uh, in your life uh, since you've started going through that process? 
Man, that's an excellent question, man. Um, yeah, so I've done three MDMA assisted psychotherapy sessions. I'm doing my fourth uh, next month in December. Um, and it's something that I'm going to continue to do as long as I continue continue to grow and, and yeah. get new stuff, you know, and, and, and whatnot out of it. There does come a point when you actually do, you know, heal all of your past shit. Obviously, then you're going to face new shit in life yeah, that you got to sure that you got to go through, but now you're equipped with the tools to heal in the yeah. moment, you know, and shit like that. But, uh, yeah, man, um, doing that, but I also started EMDR therapy. Um, okay. so it's like, it's like, uh, it's, it, it basically helps you reprocess shit and memories and, 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 uh, helps your, your self-awareness game. Like whenever you, you know, whenever something happens and you get like real emotionally triggered and you start responding in a way that, you know, you just, you responded your whole life. And maybe sometimes it's even hard to control that response. Yeah, it helps you become aware of that shit and then sh be able to choose new, new, uh, new paths and stuff. It's, it's fucking wild. Cause I used to think like, oh dude, I get, I get to make every choice and I got power over all my decisions, but I had blind spots until I became aware to my self-awareness. And it's, it, it's yeah. hard to explain until you like really experience, but once yourself, when you become aware of it, then you have the power to choose. But if you have something that you're not aware of, that's running in the background, that just is a normal response and you're not even fucking aware of it. And that, that a lot of people have this, right? Right. You, you, you know, you got to be able to have the self-awareness to actually change it. So I've been doing the EMDM, uh, EMDMR, EMDR. Wow. That was a tongue twister. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I'm looking into neurofeedback because I, okay. I've, I've, for me personally, I've had a long history of uh, disassociative behavior, behavior. Like that's been like how I cope that's how I learned how to cope. Uh, now that I'm aware though, I, I feel my, I'm getting really more in touch and tune with my body and the sensories of my body and, and, uh, and feeling shit. But like, I've done a lot of disassociating like from like real traumatic memories and shit. Like when my dad died, when I was seven, I was talking with you about it. Um, yeah. my sister's hugging on my mom and she's crying her heart out and I'm not even crying. And I just like numb myself out and ice it out and was like Dang. stuffing it. And like uh, disassociating was what yeah, I was right. doing. Yeah. And uh, this neurofeedback helps train your brain waves to get to where it's not in like a beta wave all the time. It's like an alpha. And by the way, everything I'm talking about, I, you got to go talk to yeah. a medical professional. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not Good a point, doctor, bro. For sure. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. We are not experts in, in uh, any of these fields. We're just... Uh, two minions like trying to figure it all out right just sharing like, our guys, experience that's it yeah that's it so um well how's how's that how has it showed up for you though like what yeah in what ways has this started to sh like so i'll give you specific show up in your life yeah dude like recently so like there's a lot of times like me and my wife fucking get into it right like we'll there's times where we want to fucking like fuck you go kick yeah. right, like 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 at it right and um a lot of times for me, what I'm noticing is like whenever I do something and, and, and necessarily she isn't necessarily doing something wrong, but she'll like point out something that, you know, maybe she wanted done better or something that I didn't do right. And like, for me, that would trigger like the, I'm not good enough for you uh, thing. That was a real common thing as a child mm -hmm. where I didn't feel like yeah. I was good enough to be my mom's son because she put me in a psych ward when I was nine and I felt like I was going to die. Like for real, that's shit. I had so whenever that come up, I would get like, I would either be like, 
respond in outbursts like fuck you you know you go do or so you know like because like because i was hurt on the inside or i would ice it out and disassociate and just numb her out and not 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 communicate and shit like those were like a lot of times i was doing that for a long fucking time and now i'm noticing as it's happening my myself getting worked up and getting triggered and shit and i'm able to choose and a new response and and talk with her and communicate and tell actually tell my wife how I feel, how I really feel. And so like trying to mask it and rage and shit. Like, you know, when you do shit like that, I know, you know, you're not necessarily doing nothing wrong. You're communicating what your expectations, what you want. Sometimes, you know, whenever you don't praise me for the stuff that I did do, right. And you just go straight to the negative. It makes me feel hurt or, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. shit like that, man, yeah. like it's been a game changer and that instead of us fighting and our kids seeing that shit, dude, like the impacts of that, think about that. You oh, know what man, I'm saying? Man, like, sure. And and that's just one example. There's there's a yeah. whole lot, but yeah, man. Yeah, absolutely. What's uh? Do you get any pushback from any of that? Like I know, because you you're you're super. I mean, you share your life uh, really well publicly, right? And what's going on, and what you're doing, and and you know, some people, you know, are you just out there and want to push back, right? And have their opinions about certain things and. Um, you know, do you, do you get any of that? Does, does that come back to you from sharing this process and this journey? Because like, you know, we're listening, we're sharing what, what we're doing or what we're up to or what works for us. And by no means, does that mean anyone else needs to go and, and do that? Does it, you know, I, like, I'm just open to, I'm open to, to, to try and different things to, to get better so that I can serve other people at a higher level. Like that's what it's all about for me. And what am I missing out on? What, what, what would truly be possible if, if I did and you know, what, you know, so, I mean, that's kind of my thought process on a lot of different things. And I love watch, I watch people do, do certain experiences or, or work on themselves all the time. And, you know, sometimes it's like, yeah, that's not for me. I mean, it's not right now, at least. Right. And maybe it will be down the road. Uh, but others, you know, are, are not that way. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Not everybody's going to do it. And like you, just like you said, man, like, dude, I'm not out here saying, oh, you need to go fucking work on yourself or whatever. Right. I'm just sharing my own experience of me working on myself. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I'm just sharing what I'm going through in life and what, what I'm experiencing and how it's impacting me. And, you know, maybe that impacts somebody else. I know, I was impacted when Tucker Max shared on my podcast, his shit, you know, and that kind of right. got me going down this specific path of, of healing and shit or inner work or personal development, whatever you want to call it. But yeah, you know, so yeah, of course you're going to get pushed back. And of course there's going to be people um, that are scared of doing this, that are going to try to attack you for doing it because they're projecting on you because they don't yeah. want to go face their own shit. And so they're going to try and say what you're doing is weak or what you're doing yeah. is uh is pointless and to leave it it's in the past or whatever bullshit you know yeah. uh it comes yeah. it comes to a point where that shit's going to rear its ugly head and you got to go and deal with it you know what i'm saying so you know whenever the time's right for you you know what i'm saying i'm not like you said i'm not pushing that shit i'm just sharing sharing you know how i'm experiencing it yeah 100% anytime anybody like if someone really had an opinion that that you know that they thought it was bullshit or or whatever like but they really like knew who they were. They wouldn't need to respond or comment about anything. They would just move on. Right. Yeah. Like, so those, like you said, that are, that have to make a point to call it out or whatever. Yeah. It's just like, there's, they got their there's, own there's shit. a ton of shit know. going on for them that they just uh, haven't ha had the courage and the strength to, to take a look at. So um, 
Yeah, one hundred percent, man. What's uh, what's how has how has this impacted you inside of what you do um, professionally from from the business standpoint? Because I know there was maybe a part of you that was like, man, I hope you know, I hope this doesn't like burn down everything that I've built up because of who you were to get you where you are, right? Um, so yeah. I, I know that's always something in the back of my mind. So you know, obviously it hasn't for you, and I feel like it if it probably more than likely has only um, strengthened it and, and, and gave it momentum, but um, yeah, without a doubt, man. Yeah. And so dude, I was scared shitless of losing that drive, that edge, that, that fucking, that, that darkness part of me that we all have, you know, that, that helps you climb out of some really shitty shit, right. To get you where you're at. Like I was scared of losing all those different pieces, right. The, 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 my power, right. Is what I was calling it. Yeah. And, and it was, and it, and it did, it did, it did help me get out of the fucking ruins into a really good life. Right. But it wasn't going to get me to where I'm going. Right. And um, mm-hmm. here, here's, here's where it's at, man. I still got that edge. I still, and, and, and I also still got some, a lot of work to do on myself yeah, and a yeah, lot of healing. Yeah. Like I'm not no fucking monk or nothing. And, and right. I got a lot of fucking shit. I got to clean up from my past. Right. But, um, but I still fucking got that edge. Like when somebody like doesn't take me seriously, I'm still super ultra competitive. Always will be. I'm a warrior at heart, dude. Like I'm always, I'm a warrior at, that's who I am. And, and that's always going to have a, have its place. Right. But I'm learning, I'm healing myself and, and now the difference is now, yeah, I still get those external motivations from that, that I tap into and stuff from time to time, but I get even more inspiration, more, motivation whatever the fuck you want to call it from the people that do believe in me for the people that are relying on me like it's even strong all it did was make my make got me closer to to like my purpose and to like my my, like fulfillment of of tapping into like dude i show up more as a dad than i ever had in my life um i didn't have a dad in my life growing up and that impacted me like a motherfucker dude my dad died when i was seven i know you can relate to that man yeah um and uh what do you call it now? You know, the first six years of my kid's life, I did plenty. We got plenty of great memories and we, and and plenty of great things that we did together, but I was grinding 18 hours a day consistently for six years straight, six days, sometimes seven days a week, 16, 18 hours a day, every day, like fucking going hard. And there was a lot of times where I wasn't there. Now I show the fuck up more than I've ever showed up. I mean, dude, I probably in my kid's life more than 90% of dads. Like I'm like, I, I, I will literally like choose to take a break from work to go hang out with my kid. If he's like home from school or something, or go take him to go get lunch rather than get some extra stuff done in the work. Cause the work's always yeah. going to be there. And my kids aren't always going to be this young and in this house. So yeah, anyways, I could go on and on, but yeah, it's absolutely. I love that impact. dude. Especially, you know, cause my, how old are your kids? Uh, they're turning nine in February. My daughter's uh, stepdaughter's 13. And then my daughter just turned four. Okay. Yeah, so maybe because I got a 14 year old, 14, 12, and 10. And man, you just realize how fast time goes. And once it's gone, you can't make up for it. And so, number one, I don't beat myself up because you always feel like you maybe you could have done more, right? Or you wish you would have done mm-hmm. more. Um, but that doesn't really serve you uh, super well to, to dwell on that. So, you know, what can I do right now? How can I make up right now? Things? How can I just like make the most out of the time I have today and uh, 
Yeah, because you know it, it does go by fast, and they will be gone before we know it. Like out of the house, hopefully, you know, always have, always have a life with them. Uh, ideally, right? If you show up a certain way, they always want to be a part of your life, and and you still get to share memories with them. And, but you know that is also the cycle of life. They got to they got to move out and move on and create their own life. But but uh, how can we take advantage of the time that we have right now? No matter what has happened, like choose today to to you know just draw that line in the sand and you know in families you know we talked about it on your podcast relationships are everything well you know those relationships are, are like number one so you yep. know take care of the people that matter the most to you instead of serving serving others that uh you don't really even know that well i mean your clients are important but they're not more important than your family, family period than people under your home yeah yeah 100 man so yeah. Dude, one dude, it, my bad, but just just to piggyback off of that, like, even if like your your purpose, like you want to impact all these lives and, and lead this right, well, the most impact you're ever gonna make in this world is at home and yeah. keeping your home in order first and foremost. That's the biggest impact and the biggest contribution to society you can make is number one, governing yourself and and and, and keeping yourself in order and growing and, and leading yourself the right way, and then boom, your home, your home, your keeping your home in order to yeah. me my own personal belief it's the most biggest impact you can make yeah 100 percent, baby um if we wrap this up like what uh what's something that you could give to the listeners all the all the all the work that you've been doing and all the things that you've been up to and and you know the impact and the difference that you're making um you know i think that's why the listeners are here to listen to hear hear from those to see what they're doing, to see what works for them again, to, you know, not necessarily to try it all on, but to, to find the things that really resonate and land with them. So yeah. What's maybe something you could give to somebody uh, that's, that's in a little bit of a rut or might be in that place where you were right in Pensacola, like, man, what's going on? Like I'm winning, but it's not enough. Yeah. Uh, I'm not yeah. winning. Yeah. 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 Dude. Um, I firmly believe that there's no arrival in life that none of us are perfect or ever going to have it all figured out. And that none of us are ever going to have like this happy life. What I mean by that is like, yes, you're going to experience happiness, but you're still also going to experience misery and pain and suffering and, and, uh, uh, terror and all these different, like, that's part of being a human. Like we got, we're going to, we're going to feel all these different things and you're going to go through different seasons in life. That's just how it is. Right. Um, but I do firmly believe, you know, that none of us all got it figured out, but there is a flow to life. And I feel like that flow for me personally is number one, you keep those small promises that you make to yourself and you keep yes. those. And that's how you build that trust with yourself and keeping your word with yourself. And that's going to spit and that's, that's going to build a confidence like no other and spill out to everything else in life. So number one, keep those promises that you make to, to yourself. And number two, Focus on only the shit that you can control. And if you do those two things, you're going to have a flow to like, you're going to be in flow. It's not going to be perfect. And you're still going to face shit and you're going to have to overcome shit. And you're going to feel all these different shit. You're going to have a nice flow to life, man. I, tr yeah. I firmly stand behind that. Amen. I love it. Well, I appreciate it, man. How, how, how are some things that you get, uh, what, where's the, the main spot that we can go to, uh, to, you know, get some help from you and what you're up to and follow you. Yeah, man. Absolutely, dude. So we got a lot going on. Um, we got, you know, our, obviously the podcast business where we've helped over hundreds of people launch their podcasts, get ranked and grow their shows or whatnot. 
Um, we got our events that we got going on uh, every July that we throw throw together. We had our first one this past year that you came out. First one was fire, baby. Thank you, man. Um, you know, so we got, we got a lot of different stuff going on all over social media. So the best place for all that is just to go to underdogempowerment.com right there on the front page, man. You can, you can check out all that different stuff that we got going on. You can connect with me on social media, all that good stuff. Check out the podcast, Underdog Empowerment. Come to our next event, whatever. Hope to see yep. you guys at one of those. And I uh, appreciate you, uh, Nate, for having me on the show. Yeah, absolutely, brother. So yeah, underdogempowerment.com. Go check him out. Go check out one of his events. His podcast is fire as well. Uh, especially one of these new next episodes coming up uh, with, with someone by the same name as me. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, that stay right here for more. Too. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, stay right here for the next episode. Uh, if you want some more fire from other incredible guests, just like Zach uh, Babcock here today. So appreciate you guys. Have a great day.